With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's it. There's a new member of the final Celebrating in the streets and loving because wow. Texas Tech Monday night will be playing for the national championship. Welcome one, welcome all to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, part of the 1012 Network. You are on once again with your boy, I'll be sure. And what you are listening to another solo pod. That is right. I'm by myself in this one. And the reason why I'm by myself is because we're going to have what I like to call a recruiting roundup. Recruiting Roundup. We're going to talk all recruiting today. But before we get into recruiting, let's talk about the news of the day. The news has got everybody buzzing, which is the worst kept secret around Red Raider Nation since Sonny Cumbie left to take the job at Louisiana Tech is that we all, including Joey McGuire, wanted Zach Kitley home. And sure enough, Zach Kitley is hired as the offensive coordinator for the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Huge, huge stuff for us as Red Raider fans, to bring Zach Kittley home. Listen, Zach Kittley was a, a learning everything under Cliff Kingsbury while he was an offensive analyst, right? And also, he was very instrumental in the development of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes talks about that. Kingsbury talks about that. He was right there. And guess what? After Kingsbury left, one of the things that was talked about was, would how is Zach, what's going to happen to Zach Kittley? Now, Zach Kittley left. He left to go be his own man. What do we see? We saw him a couple years later as the offensive coordinator for Houston Baptist, and just killing us. He killed us. When Zach Kelly was over at Houston Baptist, he absolutely killed us. Came that close to beating us. And then last, and then this past season, the 2021 season, at Western Kentucky, they have the number two ranked offense in the entire country. His quarterback, Bailey Zappi, who followed him from Houston Baptist to Western Kentucky, is might break records. I think, he, I, think I, I can't remember, I can't tell if he actually broke the record or not, but he came damn close. In passing yards, uh, you know, and that's that is that kind of tells you that type of offense according to Zach Kelly is. Now, when it comes to the type of offense we can expect to see at Texas Tech, the air raid's back, baby. And I ain't talking about Cliff Kingsbury's fun little air raid. I'm talking about the real air raid. Zach Kittley is more of an air raider than Cliff Kingsbury is. He don't he don't run the ball. He doesn't run the ball. He's gonna spread us out. The old linemen at Western Kentucky are, are spread out. They have 
It's kind of like his dad, Wes Kaley, who's the head coach of the track, track and field team, told him, look, Cliff Kingsbury's offense is all fine and dandy, but let me tell you the ways of the real air raid back in my day when the Pirate was here in the 2000s, right? Because Zach Hitley is more true air raid than Cliff Kingsbury was. He's very similar to Graham Harrell, but a little better. A little better. So we're going to go back to, to really the real air raid. I'm, I'm kind of excited for it, but I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious to see if we see, if Zach Kelly, when he comes here, says, you know what? We have some pretty good running backs. We have Todd Brooks. We have Sir Roger Thompson. We have Cameron Valdez. Uh, uh, Donald is, is about to, to come on campus. Like, I got running backs that can run the ball. I don't have to sling the ball 50 times a game like I was doing at Western Kentucky and like I was doing at Houston Baptist. I can run the ball a little bit more. And, I, and I'm curious to see what happens. Because if he doesn't, it won't shock me if, if a guy like Sir Roger Thompson is like is thinking to himself, you know what? I may want to go somewhere else where I can get, you know, a school that actually runs the ball. I, I, I don't know. I'm see, I'm curious to see how it is. Either way, listen, I know some Tech fans are saying, well, I, I like the fact that we ran the ball under Wells and 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 Cumbie. I like the fact that they incorporate that. And you know what I like? I like points. I like points. I like guys that score points. And Zach Kitley scores a lot, a lot of points. So that's one thing I'm just not going to be worried for. Let me say say this. Sonny Cumbie, I was very happy when Sonny Cumbie was retained as the offensive coordinator. I, I, he was my number two choice. And me, I'm not picky, right? If I, I usually list out a couple guys that I like, and if I get one of them, I'm happy, right? And, and he was my number two choice. I was very happy about it. I was like, oh, bring on Sonny Cumbie. Had a, did a pretty good job this year. Um, and, and I was happy to see what he, he would do going forward. But my number one choice was always Zach Kittley. I, I, seeing what he did, having a guy like Bailey Zappi be the number one throw in all of college football, was interesting. Now, I will say there are questions. One question is, was it all zappy? Who knows? Maybe it was all zappy. Maybe maybe the, everything that we saw from everything that we saw from Zach Kitley was just a product of him being behind a really good quarterback. That could be it. I'm not I'm not I'm listen. I am I am not going to be the type of person that sits here and, and acts like I'm a genius and I know everything I'm talking about. That could be the case. It could easily be the case that that he's just able to beat back a really good quarterback. But, or, that quarterback was really good because of Kittley. We're going to find out here pretty soon. But guess what? Another big news that we're hearing is that he may have be a, he may be behind another great quarterback as the Quinn Ewers train is pushing even further. Listen, last time, I think we mentioned it a little bit in our last pod, the Quinn Ewers was thinking about tech. But, you know, I was like, ah, okay. You know, like we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's it's uh, I'm I'm used to getting hurt more uh, many times. Like it's it's if it happens, great. But I'm not gonna put too much into it. I've been hearing a lot of things, and there's real meat and a real basis behind Quinn Ewers potentially going to take. No matter what he chooses, no matter if he goes to apparently TCU now in the fray, whether he goes to TCU, Texas, Texas A&M. No matter what, I'm sitting here telling you that. There's a very good chance, or he at least is th- thinking long and hard about coming to Texas Tech, which is more than we have ever thought would be the case, right? Uh, it'd be the greatest, it'd be the greatest recruiting signing in, in Texas Tech history. It would be. I mean, he was the number one player in the 2021 class, and it's not like he's gotten worse. He's still that guy. He's the guy, whenever he was signed to Texas, I was worried about it. I was like, man, Ewers is that he's he was a beast at South Lake. If he goes down, if he goes over to Texas, they might be back. And then when he decommitted, I left out a hearty laugh. I was excited. I was like, ah, that's what you get. And to think that he could come here 
in Zach Kittley's offense. Not to mention, now today, Emmett Jones is back. And guys like Antoine Wesley, Cam Batson, Kiki Kuti, TJ Vasher, uh, he worked a little bit with Jakeem Grant as well. Like, those guys are just ecstatic for it. That tells you everything that you need to know about that. I, you know, this is going to be – listen, I, look, I don't want to get too hyped. I don't want to get too excited. But it is fun. It's fun stuff going on here in Texas Tech. So, before we go on and before we move on to the recruiting aspect of it, we got another ad partner. Listen, I, hey, look, look, look. I am I, – I, I tried to put y'all along with Manscaped. They're a great company. But I, I'm only going to put on – and bring ad partners on that I think our listeners could really appreciate. And you should be pretty excited about this one. Home Field Apparel. Home Field Apparel is they have all of the old school Texas tech wear. If for whatever reason you're listening to this and you, you like wearing, you know, other nonsense, old school nonsense like Baylor and Texas and AM, sure, whatever. I don't judge. But for all my, all my Red Raider fans, the old school Texas tech stuff, I'm right now, you can't see me, but I'm right now wearing a long sleeve. Uh, uh, Texas Tech shirt with the old school logo on. Got it from Home Field Apparel. And we are hooking it up with the promo code TAKES12. Takes That's T-A-K-E-S-1-2. Get 15% off of your order. Uh, TAKES12. So make sure to check that out. Um, and you know, tell them your friends over at Tortillas and Take Sent You. Anyways, so recruiting. One thing that's been very interesting is that nobody's left. We have a whole coaching change and none of but nobody on our on the roster has left. Nobody wants to peace out and say, "You know what? Wells is my guy. I don't really I'm not really feeling you McGuire. I'm out of here." Everybody has stayed the course. Right now, only two schools have not had anybody enter the transfer portal. That is Georgia, who's going to the college football playoff and up until last weekend was undefeated, and Texas Tech. That is wild. What's even wilder is despite all of this, we're not losing any recruits. That's 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 amazing. I, I I don't like I don't. That's that's just ridiculous. We're not losing any recruits. Our big four star recruit that we had, Marion Horn, right now he's a our four star athlete from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. Plays both court or running back and and uh, DB. I think I think he's projected to play DB in the next level, but we'll see when he comes on campus. He's still here. He's still excited. McGuire's already met with him. He's been good. Uh, some of the other big guys we've had here, Bryson Donald. I mentioned him earlier. A good, nice, good, quick three-star running back. He stayed on. Hut Graham right now is playing quarterback. He's another guy that may play safety in the next level. He is still on. All these guys have stayed on. And not only that, but McGuire just adding to it. So let's talk a little bit about the guys that McGuire has added on since, since really he got hired. So first things first, day one, he got the Cedar Hill Trio. The Cedar Hill Trio first starting with Jalen Peoples. Now, Jalen Peoples was a guy that I uh, – he, he's a high three-star. Was a good player, good guy, but we weren't – he wasn't a guy that was really – Tech had offered him already, but it, we weren't sure where he was going, right? We weren't sure where he was going, and then before you know it, Baylor, who had recruited him hard, with Joe McGuire and Kevin Curtis recruiting him hard, the second the second McGuire got the job, it was, it was a no-brainer. People's committed immediately, the day it was announced. And then after that – it's all, his boys came with him, right? After that, we got Sincere Massey, who has just been lighting it up on social media ever since. Three-star D lineman, 6'5", 280. He's a big boy. And we've talked about before in the past, the Tech doesn't always get the biggest players. This guy's coming to campus large, right? Coming to campus large and agile. It's a good, good get right there. I think there's still a lot of things on the technical side that Sincere Massey needs to work on. But as far as just his pure size, 
It's pretty exciting. And, and, and every, you're hoping that everything else just comes to fruition after that. Also, Harvey Dyson, another guy who is nice size, 6'3", 260. Both, those are the two men in the middle when it came to Cedar Hill. Right? And so we're going to see what happens on the defense side of the ball. So we're going to see what happens with them both coming to Texas Tech. And those three, day one, signed on. They were like, let's, let's get it, coach. You know, signed on. Mind you, McGuire still lived in Cedar Hill, right? Like, he still got the house in Cedar Hill. He was still about it. So, um, from the hometown, they came in immediately. So, after those three guys came on, another big commit was Eric Gray. Now, Eric Gray was from Amarillo, right? Uh, at scholarships, going to Arizona State. Houston, who's about to be in the Big 12 here. Um, and committing to Texas Tech, staying home, was pretty big, and I'll explain why it's pretty big. He's another guy, 6'2", 270. He's going to be in the interior line, agile, moves really quick, really quickly. But the interesting thing about Eric Gray is, is that it kind of goes to Joey McGuire's recruiting philosophy. So out in Baylor, he was hashtag West Texas tough. He knows how things happen in West Texas even beforehand. He, he's very familiar with the area. His daughter goes to school here, all that. We've already mentioned all of that. But one of the things, his recruiting strategy, the second he got hired at Tech, was dominate the home field. And I think Eric Gray's commitment was the first sign of dominate the home field, was the first sign of, listen, we need to go out and make sure that the guys that are coming here, that we are getting everybody from Amarillo, from Lubbock, from Post, we'll get to that in a little bit, from El Paso, from Abilene, from West Texas. If you're, if you're a guy, if you're a top recruit in West Texas, that boy Jerry Maguire is going to be after you. You better expect a phone call and you better expect a full court press. And so far he's been doing it. I think the first thing was first was getting a guy like Eric Gray. So with that, right, another commit that we had, and like I said, very, and this is, now he's not the biggest guy as far as an interior lineman, but he's athletic. And that'll be that'll definitely absolutely come in handy to get a, an athlete like that. Um, another guy that we had brought on. Now we talk about athleticism, talking about all that. Ty Canna. Now, if you're from the Houston area, listen to this. You're from Houston. You know all about the Katy Tigers. Listen, I grew up. I hated the Katy Tigers. I ain't gonna lie to you. I hated them. I couldn't stand them, right? Because they were because and look, I was being a hater. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm still a hater. I still don't like Katy Katy High School, but they they win. They produce champs. And if, and Ty Canna is the captain, defensive captain. Of the Katy Tigers. That kind of tells you the leadership. It ain't easy to be the defensive captain of the Katy Tigers. It's not easy at all. 6'2", He's going to put muscle on. Because, I mean, listen, 6'2", 210 kind of sounds slight. As a high school linebacker, you watch the tape, he is aggressive. Aggressive. He's everything you want in a linebacker. It, it kind of reminds me, not really out of control, kind of reminds me a little bit of Colin Schooler. I'm not going to go that far because that's lofty expectations. But, it, but watching tape does remind me a little, uh, quite a bit of Colin Schooler. Very aggressive. Is going to need to put some meat on those bones um, and get bigger. But that isn't something that I do not think is going to be too big of an issue for him going forward. So um, another commit we just got recently, Tavares Elston. Now, this is coming from Alabama. He's another linebacker, right? Another linebacker out of Alabama, six foot 210, right? But it's, now it's funny because he's athletic. That's where the athleticism comes in. I'm talking about Tycana being an aggressive you know, old school linebacker, the aggression is, or the athleticism is what you get from Tavares Elston. Guy has lateral speed. That's all there, right? Commits after the back, and he's a very smart tackler as well. I expect great things from him going forward. So those are the high school commits. And this is kind of the difference between what we saw when it came to Matt Wells versus 
Joey McGuire. Matt Wells is all about the transfers. We got some of the best transfers out there. We, we can go through it. I mean, we one of the biggest reasons why our linebacker crew is as good as it is because of the transfers, right? Rico is a homegrown from the very beginning, but Colin Schooler is a transfer. Uh, um, uh, Krishan Merriweather is a transfer, right? Like, uh, we had so much of our defense are, are filled with transfers, right? And so, Joey McGuire don't play the game the same way. But at the same time, he can still get transfers too. So, two of the guys I want to talk about First things first, Dimitri Moore. Now, if you were looking at it, you saw Dimitri Moore from Cedar Hills, from Missouri State, you might be thinking, oh, well, I mean, you know, he ain't nobody. You know, he's a guy who played in Missouri State. Why are we getting Missouri State guys? Oh, he's from Cedar Hill? Like, we just going to get anybody from Cedar Hill? Listen, Dimitri Moore, when he was a recruit, way back when in 27, part of class 2017, um, when he was recruiting, he was a three-star recruit. He ended up committing to Vanderbilt, but he had, he had offers from Arizona State. Colorado, Kansas State, uh, Iowa State, Missouri. Like, he had a lot of offers. Hell, he had an offer to Texas Tech, right? And so Cliff Kingsbury gave him an offer. So he ain't no scrub. He had some things go on in Vanderbilt, didn't go, didn't swing the way he wanted it to, ended up transferring to Missouri State. But now he's available again, and he's coming back to back home. This will be his senior season with Texas Tech. And I listen, I didn't get to see too much from him when he was at Vandy. He didn't, he didn't get a chance to start. And he started, he had played a lot early on. He had some injury issues as his career went on. But the potential is there. The talent is there. Right? I'm not going to put too much on him, but I'll say this. The difference between him and some of the other linebackers we talked about is he already got that build. 6'3", 232. He looks like a like a uh, big 12 linebacker already. To where the other guys said they're going to put some meat on the bones. So, Dimitri Moore, especially with the, the exodus of linebackers we're about to have, a lot of them are going to be gone next year. It'll be interesting to see just how much Dimitri Moore plays immediately. Like, Dimitri Moore, I don't know if he'll necessarily be a starter right away, but he's going to get playing time pretty soon, right? And speaking of a guy that's going to get playing time pretty soon, let's talk about another guy, Tyler Owens, safety from Texas. Now, last safety we got from Texas was a height. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was, he was a height. Now we're getting Tyler Owens, a little bit bigger, 6'2", 200. He's, dude, is a freak athlete. An absolute freak athlete, a monster. Um, wasn't a starter at Texas, right? Played a lot of bench. Um, you know, it seemed like what he thought of himself and what the Texas staff thought of himself, a little bit different. I think there was some things that we're hearing that he might, so they kind of wanted him to play linebacker, but that's not really his mojo. And he's a safety. I mean, it's, I don't know why you'd want a guy like that to play linebacker in the first place, but, um, you know, it's, 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 I, we don't, I don't want to necessarily go too much into what happened with him at Texas, but he's a guy that's uber-talented, very athletic, right? And, and we want to see what happens there, right? I want to see what exactly – I mean, it could be – it could easily be a similar situation to what we're having now with Eric Monroe. Listen, Eric Monroe is a guy that gets beaten covered quite a bit, but he lays the hammer. And I could easily see that same thing being here uh, with Tyler Owens, though I think Tyler Owens is a little bit better in coverage. But we will – I think both – Owens and Moore are guys that we're going to just have to wait and see. See, okay, how just how good they are, or just how good they will be in, for the uh, next year, this upcoming season, the 2022 season. So before I get out of here, I do want to lightly touch, lightly, just this little scoop, little touch on the guys that may be committing pretty soon. So first things first, I do want to talk about a guy named Sidney Mbanasaur. Now, the Mbanasaur may name may sound familiar to you, and that's because Nelson Mbanasaur 
His older brother is currently a D lineman here at Texas Tech. Does that mean that it's automatic? Sydney and Banasaur is definitely coming. We don't have to worry about it. Hey, pack it up. Let it go. It's going to happen. Not necessarily, right? Sydney and Banasaur was first. He was kind of a late bloomer. This is only his, his, his first year of high school playing uh, uh, playing for Pflugerville. He's only played one year at Pflugerville because of that. Right now, he's a three-star. He doesn't even get a 247 composite rating because he, he, hasn't, he doesn't have a lot of tape. And so because of that, he hasn't had a lot of offers, right? Vanderbilt, or Morgan State gave him his first offer. And recently, uh, Vanderbilt actually gave him his first P5 offer. And that, I think they have a really, really good shot at getting Sidney and Banasaur, right? He has two older brothers. They also have another brother that's older than Nelson that didn't go to Tech, right? He actually went to Oklahoma and then transferred out of Oklahoma. So it's not a, you know, it's just, it's not a guarantee that Sidney and Banasaur will come. But if he does, I'd be happy Good tight end, athletic, tall, and he still has he's so raw. Like uh, for a team that's looking at incorporating tight ends into our scheme, and I think even with Kitley McGuire, we're still gonna do more with tight ends. I think the difference is the tight ends are gonna be a little different with McGuire and Kitley. We're not gonna necessarily see the Kuntz tight ends, but I think guys like Mason Tharp, who's currently on roster, who's tall, who's athletic, who who can go out and catch the ball, kind of be an offensive piece. Those are the type of tight ends that Kitley loves to use, that Kingsbury liked to use back in the day. And I think a guy like Sidney and Banasaur will be great. Will be great for him. So that is that is the, the highlight, the highlighted guy that, of, of, that I think we can snag. Wanted to point that out there. Every time we have a recruiting roundup, I'm going to highlight one guy that hasn't committed yet, but I think could commit soon. So to me, for him, it'll be between Tech and Vanderbilt. Some people listening to this say, why the hell would he choose Vanderbilt? Listen, they've given him a lot of attention. They were the first P5 offer to give it to him. There's a very good chance he's going to go to Vanderbilt. And to me, it's between us two, those two. It's between us and Vandy. If he doesn't go to Tech, he's most likely going to Vandy. Um, but we'll see. And if he does choose Tech, it'd be choosing Tech over Vandy and Utah. So that'd be pretty impressive. So anyways, that's all I got for you now. Um, listen, it's exciting times in Red Raider, Red Raider land. Zach Kelly's offensive coordinator. Emmett Smith is... Oh, sorry, Emmett Smith. Uh, uh, I'm all over the place. Emmett Jones is our wide receivers coach, right? Coach Smith is our still our running backs coach. We still here, baby. All right, David Smith. Um, and then the staff is coming together nicely. I've heard some things about who our O-line coach is uh, coming from, from what Kitley is used to. And like I said, we're going to spread it out a little bit more, right? Word on who our tight ends coach might be. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how the offensive staff gets put together. Now the question is, What's on defense? I've heard a lot of names on defense. A lot, a lot of names on defense. So there's a wide, wide net that can be cast. And my remember, just one thing I want, do want to point out there is that Joey McGuire has a large assistant pool, and he hasn't really spent it much, right? He has not really had to spend it much, and I don't think he's going to have to spend it that much on Kitley either. So he can go out and get literally whoever he wants on defense. We've heard Tony in the past, but Tony may be Patrick Tony may be going – with Billy, uh, Coach Napier out to Florida. So it's it's wide open. No idea who the D.C. may be, but we'll find out soon enough. So that's all I got for Dylan Smythe, my producer extraordinaire that's behind the scenes. This is Albie Shore. You've been listening to the Tortillas and Takes podcast, part of the 1012 Network. As always, stay wrecked, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.